0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Gaming Goons Podcast. We're here. I am Luke, joined by my faithful co hosts, Joey and Josh. As always, we are here. It is episode 23, and we're talking about the big AAA, the smallest battery AAA titles. Triple (laughs) A. Triple A games. Triple A games. I'm
1: going to give a quick definition for what a triple A game is for those, because it's a a term that a lot of people still don't know. So the term triple... This is on ARM.com. I don't even know.
0: Armed. What about (laughs)
1: leg.com? So uh, the term (laughs) triple A games is a classification used within the video game industry to signify high-budget, high-profile games that are typically produced and distributed by large, well-known publishers. These games often rank as blockbusters due to their extreme popularity many are part of successful franchises with new installments building on the success of a previous game
0: and this is from arm.com thank com. you
1: yes this is arm.com okay can you Not check
0: leg.com
1: oh leg. leg. i'm gonna check leg.com
0: <laughs> just for luke
1: leg.com leg. so to see. D- i can't what is it it <laughs> gives you three tabs improving <laughs> bone strength <laughs> Buy headache medicine and then dating sites without payment
0: <laughs> wow How does... anyway so anyway. AAA hey, games I... <laughs> so hey, actually options there's three a's and AAA. All... we're back that's a games, what it is boys
1: all of these games sitting on our table right now i believe are triple a and i'm gonna point them out you ready if you're watching on youtube joey's gonna do a demonstration we've got elden ring
0: Next up is Skyrim. The Elder Scrolls V. Bethesda for Skyrim.
1: Elder Ring was from software. Yes. Mm -hmm. They can't hear me, though.
0: Now we have Battlefield 4 developed by Frostbite, right?
1: I believe so. EA's on there. EA, yes. EA is like a distributor. They didn't screw up that one.
0: (laughs) The Last of Us, My By Naughty Dog. There you go. And finally, Josh, I'll let you do it.
1: We've got Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo. There you have it. So these are all AAA games. Uh, probably the biggest one out of those. Well, <coughs> I mean, they're all pretty big. Elden Ring's massive. Probably Skyrim's mm-hmm. massive. Last of Us. is. They're all pretty massive. I would say the smallest one, honestly. You mean like map scale or? Uh, just like in popularity. general popularity size. Mm-hmm. Last of Us beats them all easily. Maybe Tears of the Kingdom. No, I think you're right. I, I would say The Last of Us is probably the biggest or, one. Oh, man, there. Skyrim's a big game too. Yeah, but, Dude, I mean, these Elder are all two. Games. Battlefield 4 is definitely on the bottom, but that does oh, yeah. not mean it's a bad game by any means. Tears, no. I mean, Tears these are, are all these yeah. great games. Has a 96 on Metacritic. It's the second biggest of this year. Wow. The Last of Us is probably one of the biggest games of the last decade. So is Elden Ring. So is Skyrim. Battlefield mm-hmm. 4 is definitely the smallest out of all of them, mm-hmm. but it's still big. So any. We're getting ahead of ourselves. These are massive games um, with a lot of potential, and they have succeeded, these potentials. Uh,
0: Quick thing to note, AAA games are not limited in any way, shape, or form through gameplay style. You'll see through our examples, we have Elden Ring and Skyrim, both open-world RPGs, combat-based... Then you have more story-driven games like The Last of Us or Tears of the Kingdom. And then there's also first-person shooters that are, you know, on a big multiplayer scale like Battlefield 4. So anything can fall under AAA. It just requires a big budget, a big developer, and a big name with a big audience. So just think big.
1: So there's two types of games, really, in this look. There's AAA games, and then there's indie games. Indie games are just independent uh studios with a smaller budget it's the yep. complete opposite of AAA games could be one or two people as well yeah yeah, yeah? so like we outline. definitely will be touching on indie uh development and indie games um because they are the direct parallel of AAA games so sonic
0: project 06 hit it love it
1: let's sorry <laughs> that might be a AAA game no. because it's developed by sega no 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 no, Sega's... no, 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 no. Mm. you
0: didn't listen to me Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 was developed by Sega. Sonic Project 06 was developed by one singular man over the course of the past, like, 14 years to recreate Sonic 06 and make it an actually playable game. Is it out? I mean, it's being released in stages. They just released Silver Uh, Story. That's cool. So, like, Sonic Story, Shadow Story, Silver Story, they're releasing all of them. They reworked everything from complete ground up, fan-made.
1: That's cool. Wow, Good that's impressive.
0: It's beautiful. Okay, so let's start off. Sorry. What,
1: before we start, we're uh, so we're going to be trashing on AAA games. Surprise. Uh, mm. Because recent... Some of them. Re, some of them. Mostly not the all AAA. Yeah, mostly companies, but AAA games are not all bad. But they have made some pretty poor decisions in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I would like to hear what are your guys' favorite AAA games? Ooh. <sighs> Joey um, go first? I can't think. Well... Honestly, Elden Ring. Oh, is, here we go. Like, Up gotta there. mention. It. We even mentioned <laughs> it there. in um, an, an upcoming episode, episode twenty-five. We won't spoil it yeah. yet, but it's sports-related. So it, we even talked about Elden Elden Ring. El, that, so. Elden Ring
0: is we can One of it.
1: the best AAA games out there, definitely in the top one hundred at least. Definitely top ten for sure, though. Uh, um, I New oh, Vegas. God. There's I I don't know. I I play so many games. At Lego
0: this point. Star Wars: The Complete Saga.
1: Really. It's a good game, but that's, that's what you thought of? That's, I was like, Luke, I that's mean, a good that game. It's, little it's bit. an
0: option. Um, <laughs> All right. triple A game I've ever played. That's, oh, a, I mean, that's a hard that's question. A, there's so many options. There are.
1: It's kind of like saying, <sighs> what's your favorite game? Basically.
0: Mass Effect 2. Yeah. It just has to be.
1: Um, I'm going to go with probably Elden Ring, The Last of Us franchise, and I, th- I would say... I don't know if I'd say Dying Light. I kind of think it okay, is a Okay, so AAA me and game. Joey are
0: playing solos over here, and you get to play squads? Yeah, wait a minute. I said your favorite games. Oh, games. I thought you said yeah. game, and I was like, no, 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 I no, can't no, no. just do one. Do your you? triple a, your fra- Even favorite AAA did,
1: games. Still, um,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 for sure. Um,
1: Fallout 4 is up there for me. I'm big I on really, BioWare, so right
0: probably Sonic and the Dark Chronicles, the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, no that that is a complete joke if anyone knows that game i already have a, a warm place in my heart for you because you're amazing um we need we need to back it up a little bit after you are you gonna say another one <sighs> the last of us is really good i really like uncharted 2
1: mm. i also and, forgot to mention god of war and god of war ragnarok well there you go there you go
0: um triple a halo reach that's another one that's up there dark
1: souls games are dark souls one is really good actually you Mm. guys should try that sometimes i can't believe you said fallout 4 that actually surprised me i I honestly didn't even know you had like that much interest in fallout to even mention fallout 4 is like my first fallout game that i completed
0: fallout 4 is a good game you've completed fallout 4 yeah it's fantastic
1: you should have you played fallout 4
0: I've played like six hours of gameplay. I haven't finished. That that be, so be the Fallout best 4, Fallout. That'd be the best Fallout yeah, game. Yeah, I think Fallout
1: Four too. is the best place for starting. Okay, it's not really me. what a Fallout game really is, but it's definitely a really good modern twist. You've
0: been, on been telling Fallout me game. to get into Fallout New Vegas for like six months now, and you now you're be. flipping to Fallout Four.
1: Well, to start. Okay. To start, if you oh, if yeah, you start me. playing Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, you'll probably stop. If you start playing New Vegas, really? I think you're going to have to mod it. To you you kind of have to mod New Vegas. I can show you how to do it. What anyway, later. Anyways, anyway, so those are some of our favorite AAA games. And before we also get into AAA games, I have some like kind of current, not kind of, but it is current news. So I want to talk about um I don't know which which topic I want to talk about first. Baldur's let's, Gate. let's start. Talk, with it. Yeah, let's start with Baldur's That's Gate. Good idea. So for anyone who doesn't know, Baldur's Gate three just released uh two a week ago, two weeks ago. Something, like that. Something yep. like that, yeah. Pretty recent, and it has been taking the gaming industry by storm. Um ninety-four percent positive reviews on Steam and 94? as of recently, ninety-six percent recently. It is the highest wow. rated game on Metacritic this year. Oh, really? of the Kingdom is next. So oh, it's at a wow. ninety-seven Baldur's Gate three. Um why okay. has it been taking the gaming industry by storm? Um, basically, because it is fantastic in every aspect that it does. It delivers. It over delivers. It has great graphics, great combat, great story. There's like, I heard there is over like 800 800, eight hundred or eight thousand story endings or something like this. There's hundreds and thousands of cutscenes. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. Hundreds For it to make you have to think of it, it's like d and D game. It is. It's like an action-adventure style, and it, you play it like it's D&D. Dungeons & Dragons, for those who don't There's know. There's like a dice roll system. Yeah. Um, I watched like a gameplay loop. It honestly looks pretty fun, and I've never been someone who likes the style of games, but when it releases on PlayStation, I might get it. I'm going to have to
0: play this game. It I, had like, D&D it peaked so like
1: 800,000 players. Or it might even be like a million. It might honestly. even be more than that. Wow. It, it, it like You remember when Valheim a came million? out, it peaked like almost a million. Yeah. A million? Oh, just yeah, about, yeah, yeah, Just under a million, Look, uh, Look it up. Look it up. Check Holy it real quick. Holy um, crap. But yeah. also... So another reason why it has been taking internet by storm and social media and gaming industry is because developers have been bashing on the game and bashing on players that are playing the game because they are showing the develop I don't know who the developers of Baldur's. I actually don't know either. But whoever they are, they did a fantastic job and they set almost like a standard now for how those kind of games should be played. And other developers that aren't Baldur's Gate are trying mm-hmm. trashing on this and saying, you've set a standard that a lot of companies aren't going to be able to reach. AAA games, indie games, no matter with how many people you have, you've set this bar so high, you shouldn't be expecting this for every game we play.
0: Well, And basically that's... what
1: they're saying is, you should not be expecting quality games from us.
0: That's Okay, that's like saying in the NBA, like... You guys have done too jo- good of a job drafting your team. The 2015 Warriors, prime example. Yeah. Okay. The 2015 Golden State Warriors, they did not have a single big name free agent. They drafted everyone on their roster. That was a significant piece. Maybe they signed Andre Gudala to a contract. They had like other sixth or seventh guy, but everyone was homegrown. That's like saying that that process of drafting all those guys they did too good of a job and they should not be sponsoring or not encouraging more people to do that. That's yeah, awful. That's exactly. the exact opposite of what organizations should be doing in response to that. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 peaked at 875,343 concurrent <sighs> users on august 13th
1: that's an insane august 13th of numbers two days ago. yeah two days ago because it didn't
0: just come out two days ago either though that's two weeks mm-hmm. ago usually exactly. it
1: peaks right when it comes right when it comes out but here's the thing people are buying the game because developers are saying not to buy the game yeah because it's, it's a good game it is like i want to buy the game it. and i've never even basically there was like no marketing for this game it, it just out of nowhere At least my okay so the only my thing buddies... there was... We're tracking it for a while. Uh, Whoa! Well, I mean, I'm if, not saying you, that there wasn't, like, marketing at all, but yeah. the average gamer, I'm going to say, did not hear anything about this until people started hearing about... The sex scenes with the bears and the druids and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I got from it. What? And I was like, "What is this game?" That's the. I think that was oh, on purpose. No. Though they basically said, "Hey, here's a trailer of the game. Also, you can have relations with a bear." Yeah. Because you're like a shape shifting druid or something like. that. Anyway. Oh, of anyways, course, this the game. Dru- the drancy scheme, I guess. This game is massive, and. I, I want to play it now just because of how much I, I would talk like to get gotten. into. I've have so many games right now though. I can't
0: keep jumping oh, ship. Oh, it's yes, developed time. and published by Larian Studios. Larian. Third, I think they did have main a game in the Baldur's Gate series based on D&D role-playing system. Right, Check,
1: right. when did Baldur's Gate 2 come out? It's been some time. It's been, time. it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So, I think the AAA people who said, "Oh, don't buy this game or lower your expectations." I mean, think about how long this game has been in development though.
0: What? How, when do you think Baldur's Gate 2 came out? Like
1: 2004? for nineteen ninety nine. I'll say
0: two thousand. Yeah, wow. I knew it was a while ago. What?
1: Yeah. So, but that doesn't the, mean the the that they started working on it. But they've conceptually been thinking about it for at least twenty years. Wow. Okay, true. But you could also say that Starfield has been in development for thirty years. What they, they they've said mm. they they've been thinking about it for a long yeah. time too, though. So I'm. See, everybody's wild. expecting a lot from Starfield, but. I'm I'm so scared. So I really, my thoughts is it's gonna be good, but it's gonna be extremely overhyped and it's gonna be under-delivered from what they're expecting. I like be. to have hope. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for it. I don't know if it's really gonna deliver in the way they're saying it is, because I remember they Bethesda has a really good way of like talking about their game. You know, yeah. they don't really say like he's Todd Howard's like oh we're working on this we we have this mechanic we're gonna try this out we want to do this. We've been thinking about this for 20 years and they're like showing art pieces mm-hmm. and different game developers talking They're like, yeah, I really like this aspect. And I like getting a hundred sandwiches and putting them on the table. And this is mm-hmm. why we use our data structure like this or whatever. But yeah. I think they, Bethesda just has a way of talking about their games. And when you play it, I feel like it really does translate. Like I'm really thinking about fallout four. Mm hmm. They had the coolest trailers on TV for commercials, and I don't even really watch cool. TV,
0: but seeing a Fallout 4 commercial come on was so cool. Okay. That's true. We're talking about AAA, so we have to talk about what's the best advertisement you guys have seen for a video game. Fallout 4 advertisement. Yeah? Yeah, because, I mean, it was actually on TV. It was Is sick. that the one... Is that, He's just walking in the big armor, and he's just got the music playing in the background I, while, I like, so. everything's getting blown up? I think so, yeah.
1: Um, I think the Black Ops 2 commercial for
0: there's a soldier EV. in all of us yes i i love the modern warfare 3 and the black ops 2 there's a soldier in all of us commercials they are Act, absolutely honestly hysterical. all of
1: them are really good yeah there hasn't been a bad one halo does really good ones halo does good ones uh, yes uh
0: I'm i to think i know there's cyberpunk
1: some did a good one with keanu reeves it wasn't oh, like yeah. a commercial yeah, yeah. but it was like a trailer it was an ad yeah um, um i'm upset they that do a lot of good stuff. halo infinite didn't do very good just for the sole fact that now the halo series is like kind of a questionable game it's because they turned into a live service game that's why
0: hopefully they learn yeah
1: no they won't i mean it just stinks though because follow or not oh my gosh i'm all over the place halo games are good
0: conceptually and
1: their whole world like the world everything master chief Collection's still great it kind of went down after reach no i wouldn't say that <sighs> four I was, was still i soft. really liked four. i mean four was good and like that was not the peak though i think that was like well, the yeah. falling action so it was still pretty high up That's fair well okay. i also anyway. think five was pretty good it changed a lot of stuff but i think it was still pretty good i never played yeah five. but it was still going down it was like moderately good yeah and then you I got mean, it kept going, going like down bad. down mm. yeah but i think the peak was reach but i didn't For die sure. after i don't, don't think it died so, I, I just know. think it was the peak yeah sure. I agree. it definitely did not die yeah. It's very active still, mm, for sure, but it, not like crazy or anything like that. No, it's not active. nearly as
0: active. Oh
1: my! But yeah, Baldur's Gate three, massive success. Uh, I how just, much? How much money they make in the first week? Or um, I don't know yeah. if you could pull up that. I'm, I'm mean, honestly kind of like, glad that it did it. extremely well. Not kind of. I'm really glad for the developers. That's awesome for them. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that other developers are seeing this because I hope this is a, a wake-up call for other developers to start making quality over quantity. Yeah, it's like, finally, all these indie games that are really good, the AAA companies don't listen. But yeah. when a AAA game makes a game that's good and finally finished and complete, maybe it's not even good or not, but it's complete. Yeah. It has, like that's you said, it, 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 it over-delivered. Yeah. Like in so many ways. I never played it yet, so I don't really know for sure, but what I've heard, like my buddies can't stop playing it. They're like, oh, Tuesday night. We're gonna like they're scheduling to play the game because they like Baldur's it. Baldur's so Gate 3 has the potential to be game of the year. This, this I think this is the Elden Ring of this year. This
0: is one heck of a year for gaming, though. This is, it's massive. to be fair. And
1: what is to come Baldur's
0: out? Baldur's Gate 3 sold around two point five million copies just during its prolonged early access period. Wow. Wow. That's as that this um this wow. article was published on August eighth.
1: What is it retail for? Sixty bucks?
0: Uh, I think so. Either sixty, I 60. or I think it's I either it on sixty today, or it was seventy. On Steam, it's
1: sixty. That's good. Because um, I was that. trying to see what it's going to be on PlayStation Five when i get i just don't have money so i can't 60 dollars has always been a good like if you can keep a game at 60 dollars, even though inflation has happened like that makes games like 10 15 years ago there were 60 bucks look really expensive i mean i'm even okay with 70 dollar games as long as they are very cool i don't like 70 dollar games i don't you you raise it 10 more dollars you better be telling me why in your marketing they do okay okay in most in well in some games i mean i'd pay 2k get out of here I would pay $70 for Tears of the Kingdom, and I did, and I put, like, 80 hours into it. Mm-hmm. I'd pay $70 for Elden Ring, put a ton of time in that. God of War. Yeah. 70, those 70, are all 70. God of War Ragnarok, I think, well, it came with oh, a bundle, man. but I would assume it was 70. I think I spent 70 on Diablo, and that was one of the worst mistakes I've ever made in my life, swear to God. So, we can kind of get into that, because Diablo 4 is having some problems right now. It's, like, yeah. it's a good game, and I actually kind of talked about it a little bit, like, in a couple podcasts, I well, think so, more yeah. than a couple pod- like couple It's a episodes, good game, yeah. but there's no reason... There's like no pull to bring you back to continue to mm. continue playing the game. Yeah, they're like, making a lot of bad choices too right now. You you start as a character, you play as that character, and then when the new season comes out, to have access to the new content, you need to start a new character. So I think what? that's what they're going to do with the DLC in Get Elden Ring. But, no. but uh, that's fine with me. But other games, you... Like the other Diablo games, it was the same thing, but it's only really coming to light now because this Diablo 4 sold it really well. If Elden Ring yeah. does that, I do not care, honestly. But then why do you care for Diablo? Because. Because uh, I it's think a this is just game. like a gameplay. No, I don't think it's a bad game. People at are all. so overpowered in Elden Ring right now. If you didn't restart it, it wouldn't even be fair. But it's not going to be a PvP. They, sh- I-, I still think for Elden Ring, they should give you the choice to play with that character. They what, say like, it's heavily recommended that you go down this route, but you can still play it. I think it's only going to be that way because it's going to be a different story ending, in a, in a sense, and you have to go in that direction okay, when that you start. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I think it's going to be like. They should not wipe your level. They should get rid of all of your equipment and consumables. Fallout New Vegas does mm-hmm. this in their DLC because their DLCs came out later, so you had a max level. And when you hit that max level, you were done. But once you let's, let's say the Sierra Madre in New Vegas because that's DLC. This so is kind of like prestiging. No, we'll get into New Game Plus here in a second for Elden Ring. Okay. But yeah, in, I guess in that Fallout, would be... when you access the DLC, you fall asleep and all your all your loot is gone. You have to start oh. getting new loot into the DLC. Mm-hmm. So you have to gain all your consumables and weapons and armor mm. back. Okay. Yeah. And once you leave, you get all your stuff back. But in Elden Ring, the prestiging for them is called New Game Plus. Okay. Which, what do you, what do you get for starting New, new Game... Game Plus? I don't really remember. New Game Plus is... Uh, essentially, like, you start the game on just new game. That's yeah. That's the original game. Mm-hmm. And then once you beat the game, you have an option to go in new game plus one, which is you keep all your gear and all your levels. You keep your character.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I know what except, new game like,
1: plus is. Except, like, the main stats. And then you go in, and every enemy gives you more runes. They're diff- more difficult. And the bosses are more difficult. Yeah. I, everything like that. And yeah. you can go up to new game plus seven. That's the most difficult. And after oh. that, it's just the same new game plus seven. Oh. But you can keep doing new game plus eight, new game plus nine but there's no difference between new game plus 9 and new game plus seven. So Your yeah. build
0: your build can just be like 3 million levels high because pretty you much. just keep leveling. You, you can
1: you can still scale your because there's you get to cap a point in, levels, though. in Elden Ring where the base new game you can't get you won't get enough runes that's a uh-huh. currency to upgrade. You won't get enough runes so you have yeah. to go to a new game plus 1 to get more runes to upgrade your character. Yeah. So okay. it's pretty much but just like a it just I, keeps scaling. You also get the ability to go back and try out a different campaign. That ending. too. So you get that different too. items you wouldn't necessarily get in your first playthrough. So like Splinter, like you, and as you learn, you learn that there's more routes to get different yeah. items, and
0: I don't know. I'm thinking yeah. of New Game Plus in regards to like Batman: Arkham City, when you finish that game, you know you you achieve and you get more gear as you go through the game, so when more stuff becomes accessible, like territory-wise. Like you need the line launcher in order to access certain spots of the map on Arkham City. And if you start New Game Plus, you have that, so you can do things a lot quicker.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I guess that would kind of. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It, there's different formats to the New Game yeah. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we're striving away a little bit from the topic that what, what we were talking about Baldur's Gate mostly. Baldur's Gate. So, we were kind of yeah. ending the discussion on Baldur's Gate. Um, someone mentioned something about unfinished games. And that's a, a major thing that I want to talk about is triple A games and releasing unfinished products. Um, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts about that. And Luke, I'll start with you first.
0: Yeah. Um, as a longtime Sonic fan, this has been plaguing me for about 16 years.
1: <laughs> oh, that's kind of oh, sad. Oh, he's talking
0: about like an actually,
1: uh, okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, Sonic games have been unfinished since before they started doing live service. True. Sonic Heroes, that game was not finished. True. Shadows, Shadow the Hedgehog, not finished.
1: That's this is true, and
0: and, this, and these are games that didn't have the opportunity for Wi-Fi to get updates and software updates to fix bugs. Mm. They they literally finished the game, unfinished, and said, "Hey guys, this is what you're getting." Yeah, and that was it. So it's been a problem for a long time. It's a lot more noticeable now because you know I more feel like developers
1: on, are doing it. More
0: developers are doing it, and also there's a lot more attention called to it when there's more readily available online communities to discuss it. True. So when Sonic Fair. Heroes came out, I would play it, and maybe you played it or something, and we would have a different experience, because maybe I ran into a glitch that kept bugging me. Like, Sonic is super slippery in that game, so when you uh, you do your homing attack, you might go the wrong direction and mm-hmm. fall into a death pit, which is just dumb, because the targeting system's busted. They can't fix that, so it was an unfinished game. They, they left a the bug in there. They were like, that'll be fine. No one's going to notice a few glitches. Yeah. They left that in there. And now everyone who plays Sonic Heroes has to suffer with that glitch or that busted system because the developers put it out before the game was ready. Same thing with Sonic 06. Same thing with Transit in Black Ops 2. It was not The, the, the system was not capable of having that big of a map. It was an unfinished map. It was meant to be for better hardware later down the line. They put it out. It was not ready. It was not finished because it didn't meet the requirements of the system
1: to be fair for transit they made it work i didn't i didn't didn't, feel going into transit that it was unfinished i believed it was finished uh okay so going so for that's a little different i think
0: i would say okay i would say transit is it is unfinished because of the way they found loopholes they found a way to fix
1: it to try to make it feel like it was done fix
0: is a very interesting word it doesn't feel like a broken map at all anything
1: uh Okay, the hot take that I have is I think transit's an okay map. I think it's definitely it's pretty rough. Over uh it's over hated now. It, it it um there's a lot of aspects that work terribly. I think if there was more dimensions to the bus ride instead of zombies just popping up on your bus, that would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. There needs to be more transportation modes, different stuff like that. Origins does it really well yeah. in my opinion. I don't know why I don't know why transit actually couldn't work because Origins is like
0: Transit definitely. Well, no, well trans, trans trans is bigger. Is bigger, bigger respectively, but, but
1: Origins works perfectly Just and it's yeah. massive. For
0: yeah, that's what that, I don't yeah.
1: understand. Because uh, I never really heard that Transit was bad until you guys like started talking about it recently. Oh, oh like, it's gosh. like one of the most hated maps. Like, it's not my favorite map, but to me, it doesn't feel unfinished. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess when I really games, Unfinished, the game is like completely not done. I would say it's not okay. unfinished, but it was meant to be more. That's fair lot. I feel like a lot, okay. like part a part lot of games just... are meant to... There, sometimes there's a lot of features that don't aren't allowed to get added because they need to meet a timeline. That so happened a lot in New we'll Vegas compromise, as well.
0: We'll compromise here. Transit is not unfinished, but it is the bare minimum when it could have been so much more.
1: I'd agree with that. I think when I'm saying unfinished, I mean more of when the game is released, it is rushed. All the features aren't added right when it's supposed to be because they can't be added. It's buggy. There's glitches. It's just an unfinished product that needs yeah. more time to be fully fleshed out like a, AAA not, a triple a game too not in beta yes. finished and done and also tr- transit that was a side mode to be fair and that's, that's kind of what i was thinking would, too that, but that was a good point we I can mean, agree to disagree you, to some extent yes.
0: what you are describing accurately and perfectly describes mario golf super rush which mario came out golf super rush which came out on the switch i think two years ago they released it On the promise, they basically said, hey, here's the game. You pay full price for this. We'll add free DLC over the next two years. That will be the second half of the game. Mm. They released it with two modes. The other two modes weren't finished, so they couldn't access them for the next. They had four extra characters that you were supposed to be able to play as. Couldn't do it at release. Everything about the game was rushed. Mm. And just because they needed to meet, like, I think it was a holiday release date and they wanted another Mario sports game and they put it out and they didn't have their two best modes and then people bought it. They didn't like it, told everyone else not to buy it. And now from what I've heard, it's a solid game now Mm -hmm. that everything's incorporated, but it took two years for them to get the actual full game out. Yeah. And that's a problem.
1: That is, I have two good examples for unfinished games. They're two totally different games and they two totally different recovered or still recovering at the same time. Okay. There's Fallout 76 which is in my opinion still adding DLC and still trying to be a full game. It it can kind of be a full game now mm-hmm. after their one outsiders mm-hmm. or outlanders update or whatever it's called, I don't remember. I don't but when it came out, it was not done. It was plagued with oh, bugs. It still bad. is plagued with bugs. They're never going to fix the bugs. The storyline wasn't all there. I mean, they tried I don't know what happened. It just wasn't a finished game. I think what happened Was it happened bad is that- no But yes, it was just unfinished. Like, it was just plagued with bugs. Yes. And then there's... Why did I just forget what the other one was? Oh, Cyberpunk.
0: Yeah. Cyberpunk
1: did not release as a finished game. Is it a finished game now? Yes. Yeah. It's actually one of the most highly rated games on Steam. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk had a bad launch. They recovered the game within about a year. So I do have props for them for that, but they should have developed it for one more year i would say so those are two up like there's some games that never get finished and then there's other games that get finished like within a year of release but you, you got to yeah. finish the game before you release it dude. what's cool. insane about cyberpunk 2077 is that it's one of the most delayed games of all time it was yeah. delayed like eight times and it was still that unfinished
0: its initial release date was like 2016 wasn't it
1: uh, I don't know what the initial date was. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. It probably I'm pretty was.
0: sure they announced the game at like E3 2014.
1: Wow, I, I wouldn't. I, even, look I wouldn't even be surprised. look Uncle John so sent the, me the video about it like a long time ago. I mean, yeah, it was announced a long time ago. So one of some some games that have been uh, released, most of them have been released this year. But so some unfinished games that I recognize were Cyberpunk, um, Jedi Survivor that came out this year, Forspoken. Last of Us Part One uh PC port this year. Oh yeah. Oh um, Battlefield twenty forty two. And Dying Light 2. Those are kind of the biggest games that I remember being the most unfinished, but that list shouldn't even be that long. There's a lot more, too. I couldn't really recognize Dying Light 2 being unfinished because I didn't really play it that much, though. It wasn't more that it was unfinished, but they had to scrap a lot of the content because they rushed the game's release. So Mm -hmm. there was supposed to be a lot more, and they had to scrap it because it's kind of under delivered on the content. Pretty much, and they're adding it in DLC. Um, there were a lot of bugs. I didn't. I didn't realize a lot of this when my playthrough, but there were a lot of bugs, glitches, um, visual effects that It was just terrible. But yeah, um, Cyberpunk was okay.
0: announced in May of twenty twelve. I'm not surprised. That yeah. kind of
1: reminds me of like Dead Island two and how long it took for Dead Island. Oh 2 my to gosh, release. Dead
0: Island two took so long. Dead
1: Island two was in development hell.
0: It was a rough spot, man. Which even
1: that, I think. I don't think I was I don't think I remember hearing it was unfinished but it was a, a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. That's I just mean, so much. Dead Island 1. That was a it released as a pretty solid game. I had a fun time doing it. It was yeah, it was broken though. Dead you Island could 1? get hacks on the Xbox for Dead Island 1. Uh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm going to say uh let me let me just say right now I I don't hack. I don't condone it. Um
0: don't do it. Yeah, don't, we we
1: we don't do we did something to yeah, the game. Yeah, I'm sure. And well, we got we we got we were very powerful let's just say that
0: but, but i logged in and i can't even remember who it was but i had a friend i only played like i only played this game with him for like 20 minutes but i i logged in and he was like hey take this i picked up a deagle as soon as i spawned in one shot every single enemy Dying i came light. across no uh dead island oh how I, really? I picked up, a, it was a deagle that he dropped for me. Yeah. He had, like, beaten the game or something. I don't know. But
1: yeah, he dropped it yeah. for me.
0: It did it did infinite damage. <laughs> and it did fire damage that spread to the other enemies nearby. It was yeah. it was just absurd. Yeah. I mean, There's this, a lot this, of that this, kind this of stuff. This isn't even fun. That, that happens oh, a lot. It's not.
1: I, I think it's fun once you beat the game. Here's Sorry. My, it's so fun I for like, about like, 10 minutes. So in Dying Light, ten. it is one of the Best games to play just to kill zombies. That's and this fair. guy okay. just dropped me like the most OP thing. It wasn't like infinite damage, but it was almost infinite damage. Oh, I remember that. And he would drop me like all the stuff. I was super overpowered. Yeah. I don't even know okay. how I got into that hobby. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot in And you can just games. kill oh, zombies no. and it's just fun to kill yeah. zombies. Yeah. Man, I it. it doesn't really feel it's like hacking. It feels like. It's a glitch. It feels like exploiting the mechanics to the extent of the law. <laughs> They're the duplication glitches. Yeah, it's just like duping. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is horrible. Honestly. We're, I don't want to talk into duping. That could be a whole entire episode, honestly. Those are just honestly. glitches, in my opinion. They're exploits. Kelp Farm. Um, oh,
0: my god! Moving on.
1: So, why are these games unfinished? <laughs> That's a good question. My thing I think they all want to know. So, gaming used to be this space, and it still is to some extent. It used to be this space where you'd release a game and everybody would enjoy the game. It wasn't a competition between who had the best the game. It was like... Let's just release a game because we have a love and passion, a desire to release these games. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. developers are releasing games to feel like they have to compete with other games and developers. Triple A developers, triple A developers, and even even indie game developers true, now. True. True. Um, they rushed the game to release it. So I know um, God of War Ragnarok. It was not rushed or anything like that, but they had to push it out because Elden Ring came out the same year. They wanted to compete with it. They both. We're like neck and neck for game of the year, but Elden Ring won. So there's these games that are trying to compete with each other. Forbidden, uh, Horizon Forbidden West had to compete with Elden Ring just Mm -hmm. the week prior to Elden Ring releasing. Uh, this year we got Starfield, we've got Tears of the Kingdom, we've got these big AAA games, Payday 3, that are being released. There you go. And Baldur's Gate 3 now. Yeah. Um, so all these games, it feels more of like a competition, and they're rushing because they want to be seen as the best game mm-hmm. now. And to some extent, that should be for anything. You should always strive for what you want, but you should not be striving to release an unfinished product that you know is unfinished. Yeah. Because even when unfinished products get released a week later, they're like, "Yeah, sorry, this game's pretty bad." We nobody's ever come out and said that. No developer has ever come out and said. Like, released on Twitter. Yeah, oh, our game's pretty bad. Good. We're going to have to uh, fix this up. No, nobody ever releases that. This, right. it, this year, last year, has been terrible for unfinished games. Nintendo. It never be that way. Nintendo does a pretty good job finishing their games, in my opinion. Mm, some I of, think them. Of, like, some of them. Song. Okay. Some
0: of them. Okay. Uh, okay. I their main that. projects, they put so much resources into yeah. that it scapegoats everything else. So, like, the Mario Golf game I was talking about. That was not ready to go. I've
1: never even heard about that game. Exactly, because <laughs> yeah, no mean, one bought it. That's fair. because
0: it's bad. Um, but like that, the new Mario Strikers game that came out, I was waiting like nine years for a sequel to Strikers Charged on the Wii. I finally got it. I finally got a sequel. But I have a I have a habit. For anyone who doesn't know this about me already, I do not buy games until at least a few months after they've released. Released, typically, with few exceptions because I like to A make sure that they are done and I like to B make sure that they go on sale at least once fair enough and I cuz I don't like to pay full price I like to wait till the game goes on discount even if it's a 10 dollar discount it's 10 less dollars that I get and I'm rewarded for my patience right and I also get a finished game because they've had two two months to d- get rid of day 1 glitches and bugs
1: True. Yeah, Which I, I, I want to be able to do that. My my buddies, man, they got my wallet in their wallet. You know, like, they they start playing Diablo, and I'm like, man, they keep talking, talking about it so much. Like, I, I kind of want to try it out. You know, I'm going to get it. I get it. I play for two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I try to refund it. I can't because I play for three hours. Yeah. They, they're like, let's get that game working for you. I'm like, no, I'm done. Like, literally, I want my money back so bad. I won't remember what any of my friends dictate what I buy because... Either, well, I just, they're always wrong when it comes to games. There was this one time where they told me to buy For Honor. I don't know if you guys know Ooh, that game I've heard is. about it.
0: Sorry, they're man. They're
1: like, this game's <laughs> incredible. You should buy it. No. There's just all these <laughs> games that they want to buy, and I'm like, let me hear reviews. Let me do research. If it's my style of game, I'll get it diablo 4 not my style of game even if my friend said i'll buy it i'll never buy it because it's just not my style of game i know what i like i know what i will like so i kind of know how to retain that i'm not saying like you're bad at knowing what you like it
0: is so incredibly funny to hear you say that why do you know how many games i have purchased because you've You've like begged me for like two straight weeks to purchase a game <laughs> so we could play it together and then the moment I purchase it you never touch the game again. Name one. Castle Miner Z. We play
1: Castle that Miner Z That does Z all the time. not count. Castle Miner Z does not count. We play Castle Miner that Z all the time. That game costs, like a to. dollar. Fine. Here's another You're one. Castle
0: Crashers. Castle Crashers.
1: We play Castle Crashers a lot. lot we when, when
0: when was the last time you logged on to Castle <laughs> Crashers with me? No. With long you? Time. Yes. It doesn't need to be with you, I though. bought it. You were playing. Cam was playing. You guys were like, <laughs> dude, this is only 20 bucks. Get the, get the game. I buy the game. We played for 10 minutes. And you guys were like, guys, I got to go to bed. And then you have never spoken should, I, to I me about Castle League. Crashers again.
1: That's true. You might have got them on that one. You might have got them on that one. What I don't like is it. when I really enjoy a game and I actually think it's a good game. And then everybody stops playing the game. Kind of like how you're saying, like Remnant 2, me and my friend group started playing it. Man, I think Remnant 2 is really good. Do I think you can play it every single day? No, I no. don't think you can. But I think Remnant 2
0: is a very good game. I, I mean, from the f- like hour and a half of gameplay I've had in it, it's solid. It's very good. The storyline's horrible, though. I'm just going to say that. Like oh, the main, The
1: main storyline doesn't really, it's not compelling. It doesn't, like, who are the characters? I don't care. I don't, I'm a guy who doesn't really care about storyline anyway. Like, I'm yeah. smashing the A button on Diablo. I don't mm. even care. But the side stories are cool. The missions are neat. The yeah, gameplay is nice. nice. I don't know about the first one. The first one looks cool, no, but it's it wasn't not great. It's not great. great. Moving on. I yeah, still got to beat happens. it. i, I've I would got like a lot of games it. to still finish. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfinished game. So, another <sighs> recent talk. Uh in the last couple of days is overwatch Joey? i don't know if you want to take over for this one go for it um go for it i i will so as many of you know overwatch one was a very solid game and it was it was rated very highly a lot of people liked it it was it's i mean it was one of your good games out there you know everyone enjoyed it and then they kind of decided let's make an overwatch two from my understanding precisely I think the biggest difference between Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 is the fact that instead of a 6v6, it is a 5v5 now. Ooh, yeah. Overwatch 2, there you go. So I hear that the gameplay itself is good. It is. There's The art style is cool. The graphics are nice. It runs smooth. Mm-hmm. Everything, it, like, it's a fun game. But the problem is the black suits above the developers, like, pushing out this crazy... Spend all this money propaganda, basically. Like the microtransactions, like money you have to spend and everything you have to do in the game, they just keep making you want to spend money. Mm -hmm. It is the most negative reviewed game on Steam right now. Which is wild. So you hit a lot of good aspects. There's still a lot more there's it's a lot, it's a huge discussion right now. Overwatch released in 2016. Overwatch 2 released uh last year and Overwatch 2 was released because they wanted to do a PVE mode. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest reason why they released Overwatch 2. Because of the technical reasons for some reason. Yeah. And then a few months later, they scrapped PVE. They said, well, we can't really go in this direction. It's not really our vision. I don't think we should go in this direction. Even though this community, that's community. That's what baloney. the community wanted. Was that after the game came entirely. out or before? I, it was after. So the basically, they lied. And so yeah. there are... Crazy amount of negative reviews, like Joey said, the most negative reviewed game on Steam right now. And this is these are some other reasons um, yeah. that I pulled up. So the complaints are mostly revolved around criticism of Blizzard's handling of the game, lack of national server, uh, plus existing game account, slow to log in, poor online connection, and criticism over shutdown of national server and impact on gaming communities. So it's not even just microtransactions. That's like one of the least yeah. right, the smallest reasons For all of the re- I think there's about to 100, 5,000 reviews. Of those reviews, there's 68,000 reviews that are made by people that are in South China or something like that. Yeah. Because they can't play it in international servers anymore. Mm. Mm. And I don't they might be able to use a VPN to get in, but they that's it. They lost all their money. See you later. Sorry, buddy. That's, you, we don't refund yeah. you. Nope. Oof. Yeah, so that's this goes cool. into like the developers just not listening to the community and doing their own I don't thing. I just don't think it's just the developers fault though. Like the developers have no control of the international service. like there's well, suits yeah. above the developers that are ruining a lot of the games. True, which is Blizzard. And like y- right, yep. like the top level executives or whoever it is, they're making bad decisions and like the developers are the front line workers making the game. They don't yeah. really have a, they give. they are given tasks to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, sometimes they're scrapped too sometimes. But like also one they had a, a a system they were going to put in they they vaulted it. It was like um I don't know what it's called, like some perk system or some honor system or XP something. They they totally scrapped. Yeah. Um, oh I gosh. do still blame developers in certain circumstances. The developers were fully at blame for the PVE because they just didn't want to do that anymore. They just didn't That's, want to put in. The I don't know aspect. too much about it, but just for all the problems for Overwatch Two is having, it's not terrible. all the developers. Yeah, hundred percent. 100%. Oh yeah. I just don't think it... I mean, Overwatch 2 shouldn't have even been a game. Um, right. It, it, right. It, it, it was a money grab. This is where the microtransactions... See, come there's in. no Siege 2. Well, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. See, it, so, hold on. Yeah. Overwatch 2 was created for the PvE, but then yes. I think this was all a whole hoax. I, knew, I think they knew PvE wasn't going to get released. I think they released Overwatch 2 so that they could put microtransactions in it, have a battle pass system. Loot boxes were more prevalent than the first one. Yeah. If you wanted to play a character, Ugh. you had to get it through the battle pass. Gosh. Darn. And I think they had to incorporate that system in a new game, so that it felt like people were uh, investing.
0: Yeah. It was a false mm-hmm. lie. Yes. Pretty
1: much. A false. Is that a contradiction? Like a fallacy.
0: A fallacy might fallacy. be better.
1: Yeah. it was just like an arbitrary concept that never came to fruition. I yeah, guess. they said buy this because this is what it's gonna be. It's a fugazi. It a fugazi, much much.
0: whatever it is. A fugazi. 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 I yeah, the that thing so that uh, they're, they're what's what's his name? Um, the guy in I, I Wolf of Wall know. Street. is a I fugazi. Have no Fu- idea. It's it's shh, it doesn't exist. No. Luke's on a tangent today. <laughs> you guys have never seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I haven't no. seen it. Oh, I know of it. you guys, you're killing me. Hey man, I got a lot of games to play. So
1: I got a lot of games. You made a key point. We have Matthew developers, not or Cooper, sorry, yeah, I was about to say, but I don't think. Bradley My bad. In we have developers or companies promising things that are not in the game, and yes. they're making people wait and wait yeah. and wait, and then never comes. It's so pe- people are buying these games for features that they are promising, and they say, "No, we're not doing it anymore. Sorry," but they're not giving any refunds out. They're
0: not doing anything about it. They're like, it's, oh, "Sorry." It's the exact same thing. Like if if a bank were to tell you, "Hey, here, take a loan." And and then pay it to this construction company to build a house that has not been built yet. And then you pay the money and they just don't build your house. That is a scam. That's a scam. That's exactly what it is. Right, I, yeah. I agree. It's a scam. Yeah. If you trace this back, I think this has gotten progressively worse. Because one of the games we have on our table right now is Battlefield 4. When that released, it was so buggy and so bad that Hank and Jed actually on YouTube. I don't know if anyone knows this this uh, YouTube channel, but Hank and Jed and Machinima made a Battlefield Friends episode called Broken Field, because it was that bad. Oh, the features yeah. the features were there, but it was so buggy that it was unplayable. For the I remember first, like, I remember when months. it came
1: out. It wasn't horrible like some
0: other games have been. But the, but the thing was, I would say it was
1: unfinished. I would say everything it was
0: unfinished. Was there. It was badly executed. Right, it didn't work well, but it was at least that's, in the that's game. That's
1: true, and I think they recovered decently well. Yes. So I I am kind of excited to see how things play for Overwatch Two because mm-hmm. I I honestly I don't know I, I don't even know if another AAA game like when they make a Skyrim I don't know if a Skyrim Two is going to come out anymore. Like Elden you would Skrull figure, 6. yeah. Elden I mean, they're That's definitely GTA coming out pretty 6. soon. Actually
0: gta 6 has been gta 5 has been around for three console generations
1: gta 5 when it got released was kind of broken
0: was it i don't know not
1: not to the extent of like fallout 76 or maybe even battlefield 4 but Mm. yes it was a finished game there's a camp but they had, they added a lot of content but we're talking about like live service models and all that junk now like if they give me dlc for free hey that's cool but the game better be finished but i remember there was a specific glitch and um yeah well it was kind of an exploit in gta 5 where you could kind of sideload your console and then get ha- like not i mm, guess you could call them that. hacks
0: okay interesting. but
1: it's not like you run around with aimbot or anything it's like yeah. you pick up one dollar and you get like 15 trillion dollars nice. but they reconciled everything so whoever got that you lost and, your money
0: ah i got you interesting so. I I want to touch on something, and it's it has to do with another game that's on our table right now, and that is The Last of Us. When it came out, it was fine. PS three version fine. PS four remaster fine. We ran into a problem with the PC port this earlier this year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a, when they released the PC port on Steam and on on Epic and all the different places you can get it. It was terrible. This is a game that was. Already made, created, finished, and released multiple times, all you had to do was port it to a different operating system, and you were fine. And they still somehow found a way to screw it up. Yeah, that how do you screw up a task that simple? Uh different operating systems are
1: different because the whole structure and base code of an operating system can be different. So that's like playing a Mac game that's meant for Mac and putting it over to Windows, like you need to emulate or something. But what they could have done was they could have put betas out. Like, here's a beta of the copy. Let's see if there's any problems. Like, crash test it see if it's working or not. That would have prevented the problem.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel might like, have delayed it, but... I feel like betas don't happen nearly as often anymore. Is that just me?
1: Well, some have betas and some have, like, public test servers. Like, okay. for a live game, like, let's say Siege, they have a public test yeah. server where they try to break the operator mm-hmm. before it goes into the full launch. I got you. And other games have that, too. But the problem is when games stay in beta for too long
0: i got you because like um, there's, a,
1: there's a lot of problems with gaming industry right now what's yeah. the
0: one that it would just uh open beta about a month ago the one that you guys we were all playing the cod killer what's it called oh x defiant thank you x where defiant. is x defiant where is it when's it is releasing it, is it has it been know. released
1: no when wasn't. is it gonna be released I don't even care. They can take as long as they want. I'm not going back to COD. I I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think no marketing is, like, the best marketing now. Like how we say, like, Baldur's Gate 3 came out of nowhere for, like, 90% of the population of gamers. The marketing for X Defiant was let YouTubers play it. Yeah, that's the marketing. Mm -hmm. And then it got massive. I think it needed some work done on it, so I am excited to see it come out. I don't really care when it is, though. Like, don't even get my hopes up. Just drop it. it. Like, just drop it. Like, somebody's album.
0: What do you guys think about Stealth Drops? I like it. Um, I don't gamers really do it all remember the,
1: time. the last stealth drop for a massive game.
0: I think the closest thing I can remember for a, for a big stealth drop would be Metroid Dread on the Switch.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot um, about that.
0: Before they, they were on... A, it was a big Nintendo Direct. I think it was September of last year. And they were announcing the Metroid Prime remaster. Mm. And they were like, we don't have Metroid Prime for at least another year. But... Guys, we have a game that absolutely no one even knows we were developing and it's ready and it drops today. Yeah, yeah I mean those I are I feel like that's hard to do in America. I mean cuz like f- stuff
1: okay. leaks all the that's time. True. yes.
0: There's so many leaks, but but that's the thing if you can if you can keep it off the radar and truly just surprise people, you can give people something they didn't know they needed until they had it.
1: I see those mostly on like uh summer games fest and game mm. awards they'll okay. be releasing trailers and stuff yeah. and it'll be like mostly indie games and then at the end it'll be like out tonight at midnight or something like that but they can really only do that with indie games because right. mm-hmm. AAA games have to have like this whole marketing scheme to grow yeah. the hype and stuff like that so triple yeah. a a games like... it's hard and especially with the leaks as well
0: yeah i feel like nintendo's got a pretty solid formula for it because think about it they were announcing metroid prime remastered and they knew people were going to be mad. It was going to take so long to get it out, so they had something ready to tie people over. It was smart. It was a very smart move. Mm. And like when they talked about Tears of the Kingdom, I think it was two years ago. They were. Uh, it was the very end of the direct. I watch a lot of Nintendo directs, um, but
1: they're pretty frequent. So, but
0: they were talking about Tears of the Kingdom and said, "Look, guys, we don't have an update for you. We're, we're working on it. It's in development. It is coming." but we don't have any new information to share with you at this moment in time. However, Skyward Sword HD is coming out next year. That's cool. They're they're giving, like, instead of just staying in development and going with the next new thing, they're updating their backlog, albeit Skyward Sword remastered for $60 is a lot for a remaster. I
1: don't think any remaster should be that much. Right.
0: Um, But besides the point of that, they're giving their audience more things in in the meanwhile, while they're still developing the game. That's smart. And it's, That's and it's smart. a good formula that, for some reason, I think they're the only ones I've seen do it. Every time they're like, hey, we don't have anything new for you on this game or this title, but here's a little nugget from the same franchise. Mm-hmm. Because... All the people that wanted to watch a Nintendo Direct and learn about Tears of the Kingdom got something Legend of Zelda related. Yeah,
1: it, that's true. For another example of kind of what you're talking about, for Fallout 4, it was highly anticipated for a really long time. Yeah. And people were like, where's the next Fallout game? I'm like, come on, come on, mm-hmm. come on. So what they did was they made Fallout Shelter. Shelter, mobile yeah, game. okay. And about, yeah, I would say within a month, I know it's not over here, but like a month or month or two before Fallout 4 released, they made like a little mobile game, Pit boy on on your phone so you could screw around with the pit boy on your phone and like the cartridge games you would load in were in there like atomic blaster or something so you could play like a little game something like a little nugget of treasury before you start
0: it's it's the idea of even if you're just republishing or re-releasing old stuff you're giving your community something to keep latched on to so that when you do drop your new game they're still excited for it
1: yeah because if you if you announce
0: if you announce cyberpunk in 2012 and all you do for the entirety of the timeline of it takes till 2019 to release the game. Oh, here's a trailer. Oh, here's another trailer. Oh, we scrapped everything in that first trailer. Here's a new trailer to overwrite the first trailer. And you just keep releasing stuff, but you don't give anyone actually anything to like engage with. Right. You're going to lose that audience. That's true. And that's going to lead to one of two things. People are going to get so impatient like they did with Cyberpunk that they are forcing the developers to say... Hey, we can't delay this anymore because people are going to raid our HQ and burn the place down if we delay this one more time.
1: Yeah, they also hit a point where they need to put it out to make money.
0: Yeah, and that's the, if you don't have, you know, a system like Nintendo where you have those streams of income coming in, it's not a feasible solution to keep something in development for so long you can only you you have to give people a taste of what your game plan is you have to keep people intrigued it's like having a 16 course meal every course that comes out you might be really really excited for the main course all the way at the end but as long as you keep getting a soup here a bread there like a small little side dish you know it's something new and interesting to discover and try out and until you get to that 16 cuz it takes that long to get to that last course you need to be satisfied just a little bit here and there.
1: Yeah. So I do agree with that. I have two points, but I'll start with this. So yes and no. Um, I kind of think of, like, I'm going to use Dying Light. Do it, to... yeah. Well, I'll use, Call I'll, I'll use Call of Duty as an example. They promise all this stuff, but the main course is the unfinished game at mm. the very end of the life yeah. cycle. And they're giving little dlcs here and there and they're like just use this one and then this one and then this one and then mm-hmm. it'll be the full game at the very end that's when i don't like it
0: well that just flips the recipe true and, and, yeah. and they, that would be like if nintendo were to release tears of the kingdom unfinished and then say hey i know this game sucks right now it's going to get better but while you have already spent money on this crap game right now that there's no guarantee we're going to actually do what we need to to fix it Here's another game you can spend $70 on to buy True. and spend your time now. That is finished. That's horrible. It's, it makes no sense. And right. it's awful that people can get away with that.
1: And then also I wanted to touch on the fact that... So the biggest thing that I think is important with AAA games is communication hmm. with the audience that they are doing. You need to be communicating. Even when it's like, hey guys, we're, we're not doing so well in this aspect... Uh, we need more time for this. I'm okay with that than just not saying anything at all.
0: Right. Keep us Some, informed. Yeah.
1: A developer that is doing terrible right now with that is Destiny 2. And mm. they release state of plays like weekly or monthly, and they're usually really good. But yeah. there was this one everybody was talking about because they did terrible. They were basically saying, like, yeah, we're going to. Usually it's like this long blog post. This one was super short. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we can't really keep up with the demand. Your expe- expectations. Are getting really out of hand you guys should just like calm down a little bit it's hard to make a video game they basically said that in the <sighs> post that's bad communication that's they're so doing depressing. very good up until that point hmm. there's there should be like weekly messages on Twitter Twitter saying all these stuff all this I, I mean I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself there should be communication yeah. with the audience yeah and the customers if you don't have that it's just not very good like once a month is fine like just just that steady means of communication doesn't have to be scheduled just little drop here. us a little something a
0: little, little here
1: every now and then for tarkov and i'm not saying tarkov isn't really in a good position right now at all but with the audience wise they do pretty decent like nikita will tweet every now and then that's a the creator of the game yeah or one of the mm-hmm. major guys ahead of it they he'll shoot he'll take pictures of the studio people working on the game and then people will zoom in on their computers and figure oh, out what they're yeah, working on. Yeah. And like, it's just cool because people are like data mining and doing it all this fun you, stuff as a community something to, do. to figure out what the content's going to be, which yeah. is super fun. Which and I like that. I actually think that something happened with data mining recently where they said, I think Tarkov did, if, they said if you keep data mining, something's going to happen to you or something like that. So oh. some developers, they do not like when you data mine their games. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure. At, wow i'm sure because they want to do that marketing scheme right like themselves yeah Yeah. people are just mining all these little bits and pieces everything they can to scrape every piece of information that's like to some extent like it is kind of a lot for people to like data mine but i understand that people want information because like anything new one hour later it's going to be trending on youtube for that game you know but it's also super smart for leaks so people think that leaks are just like coincidental I, some of them are
0: intentional easily. i think
1: almost 90 percent of leaks are fully intentional by the developers i, believe I think they that. are planned and they give them to certain people i think it's part of their team and they just make a, a twitter account say well i found this or Where'd sometimes
0: this? it's a red herring yeah I mean, sometimes they'll be like hey there's a leak this might be included in this game and then it has nothing to do with the final product yeah and it's just to throw people off yeah
1: which also I like those too. I love it. I love it all. It's I love it like, all. It's like it's like putting on YouTube love... or a trailer. All yeah. the things that are going to happen, it's like why would I watch the movie? I just watched the movie in the trailer. Mm-hmm. True, true. So it's like that's well that's I hate why that.
0: that's why the Avengers Endgame trailer was, so, it was well done. so good. Everything in that whole trailer was the first like 30, 30 minutes. minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get anything spoiled, which was fantastic. And I, I cuz could you
1: imagine if they put like the everyone the portal scene of everyone coming yeah, back? It's like, no. okay, they won.
0: Right. Guys. What am I watching? Right. Right. Like right. we all knew they were going Spoil- to. Spoilers, by the way. There's
1: also this thing in like No kind Way of. Home where they were leaking Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire being in the movie, and it was like, well, maybe they're not in the movie. What if it's all just made up so it they, got people to want to see it?
0: more? They edited the shots in yeah. the trailer to only have one of the three of them swinging around the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's so.
1: It's, it's like, stuff like, oh, but I just saw this that might be in it, but that looks like, it. Mm-hmm. and then. I don't know if you guys saw, but this is No Way Home. In the No Way Home trailer, there's this part where they're, all three Spider-Man are jumping, and then they're fighting a separate villain on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. There's a scene where they're jumping, and it's just Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but it's all three villains attacking him. But it looks like they're all attacking yeah, different spots. That's what I was talking about. They and edited the, the, the trailer. The lizard's head goes like... like It's getting kicked in the face, but there's no one getting there's that's no one cool. there kicking it. That's cool. I think it was a mistake, but... well. People think it was a mistake. I don't think it was a mistake, which but, is but, why you don't know. Okay. It's just, this, like, it's just like, oh, this is a good
0: This conversation, <laughs> this conversation right here, this movie came out, what, two years now? Two years ago? Oh. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, two years in
0: December. It's Yeah, it's almost Jeez. a two-year-old movie, and we're still <laughs> talking about the trailer. Yeah. We've both seen the movie. we still we talk about Pong.
1: Pong.
0: That's I know, but, but, but here's my first thing. the first game. Anyway, here's my so. thing. We're not talking about the movie itself. We're talking about the trailer that was released before the movie. Yeah, I know. We are still captivated by the marketing materials, which just reiterates to me that if it's done well, you can accomplish, retain your audience, do whatever you need to, and buy yourself enough time to get it to a finished product. Yeah. And that's my final thought of the night, I think. I agree. Have a smart enough marketing team. If you know what you need to do to keep your audience intrigued, but not overload them with too many details in the lead up to a game's release, they can fix a lot of the problems that they've been having. Right. And all it takes is a little bit of patience and clairvoyance ahead of time by the developers in order to just buy themselves times and keep fans off their backs so they can work the way they need to and not in a forced box.
1: My final thoughts are the developers should definitely stop rushing games. I'd rather have quality over a rushed game. Um, Developers definitely have to listen to the community, but not listen so much that they are driven by the community. I still want them to have their own vision and their own uniqueness to it. Mm -hmm. They need to communicate with the, um, the audience, and they need to listen to their ideas. Yeah, so that's... All i have to say yeah i think the final thought for me is is i don't want to make it seem like we're smashing out just the developers either i think developers for us like we're, yes we are talking about the developers but i what i think of is like the whole entire company is like failing doing their job mm-hmm. like n- not extreme amount but like they're screwing it up yeah for games that are being released unfinished their whole scheme is messed up down from the developers to all the way to the top like there's something wrong you guys need to figure out your formula so but one of my final thoughts is I would like to see another Pac-Man game. Oh, I'm just saying. Pac-Man World 4. Another Pac-Man World game would be sick. Oh, That man. would be really cool. So Pac-Man take your time. Take your time. So good. Take your time. Whoever's going to do that, don't tell me when. Name Dude, come. I don't care if I'm 50. I'll play it. I I, I am with him. Yes. So, Release another Sly Cooper game. But that too. Yeah. We Yes. We all appreciate all the listeners out there spending time listening to us to hear our conversations we really appreciate it if you could share like subscribe whatever platform you're on we would really appreciate it thank you very much thank you you guys
0: every one of our listeners we appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy days your busy schedules to listen to us and to listen to the conversations and interact with what stuff that we do so We hope you enjoyed, and this has been episode 23 of the Gaming Goons podcast, AAA titles, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, Gaming Goons.
1: See y'all.